You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With the first pick in the NBA draft. The Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000. 10,000 layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to a Monday night edition, late night. Uh, we're recording this around 1024 right after the Wolves and Mavericks game got over. Uh, edition of the 10,000 Labs podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, tough one. Tough one in Dallas tonight. Yeah, I was hoping that this uh, we'd get the late night pod energy up with the win, kind of ride the adrenaline situation, yeah. but instead we're, we're talking about a loss. But yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know, kind of a weird end of the game. Um, yeah, super weird. Um, a bunch of calls that felt like wrong but neither team particularly like benefited more than the other really so i guess it's kind of a wash yeah it was it was a really weird game like i it was the first game and i i hate to say this but it was the first game that like i actually felt like uh like beverly's intensity was actually like he had that he had that sorry my cat's trying to join the pod um (laughs) he had the play where he he stole it from and whatever like i'm not saying anything crazy here like beverly is certainly a pot like he's a huge reason why the team um is but but it was the first game where i kind of felt like he was just like a little much at the end and it actually kind of took away from like he had that steal on luca um and he hit that three which was huge but just at the end of the game i just thought his energy was actually kind of like it it took away from what the wolves probably needed was like a calming voice and not like an erratic guy screaming in the last minute and a half yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, I don't know. I guess you kind of take the good with the bad, right? Like, yeah, I'm almost hesitant to to criticize because, but it, it, I mean the the biggest problem is that the wolves like kept giving up corner threes, yeah, and to good 100%. shooters and open threes at the top of the key, and like you can't do that. Um, and, yeah, and that's and kind like, of the main thing. And Luca did not have a good game. Five for 17, 15 points, 10 assists, yeah. six rebounds. Yeah. He had eight turnovers. Um, 
really nice job with the Wolves playing defense on him, but they did such a nice job of, you know, keeping him in in front and enforcing him to take bad shots. But then at the end of the game, it was like the, you know, you know, Ant kind of came out and, and reached and then led, I think it led to like a Bullock three. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, and that's what, how Luca does his damage. He plays so slow that, that he gets defenders to be impatient. And then they, they try to make a move on the yep. ball and then he's able to go past him. And I think he did it on towns um, late in the game too. So, I mean, again, you're, you're in Dallas against a really good Dallas team and you lose by two. I, I don't want to like, in, no, in all, it's it, not. And they were like, this podcast the whole time. Yeah. And if we record this podcast yesterday, like our tune is totally, it's, I think it's just like a disappointing game because it was like just so winnable. It was totally, yeah. Like it was there for the taking and also just contextually, it was really important. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, it, they'll be fine. Like the wolves will be okay, even though they lost. Um, but just like, yeah, this, the good news this is, would have been a really good one to have. I, I agree. Um, I agree with you. It would have been nice. Um, the good news is the Wolves have the Mavericks again on Wednesday yep. in, yep. in Minnesota. So, um, you know, you think Luca, yeah, Wednesday, uh, you think the Luke or, uh, the Luca, um, no, I think it's the Mavericks on Wednesday and then, or sorry, the Suns on Wednesday, Mavs on Friday, yeah, both, both at home. Um, and and I think if you're looking at it from the you can really if you're either fan base you can make a case why you're going to win on Friday. If you're the Mavericks, you say, well, yep. Luca's not going to go five for seventeen and three for eleven from the the three point line. And if you're the Wolves, you're saying, well, we're probably going to get more than fifty nine. Well, I guess fifty nine points combined is is fine, but fifty nine combined points from Edwards, Towns, and Russell. Like Russell was kind of non existent in that fourth quarter. Um, yeah, overall, like Towns played a fine game, twenty-two points, eight rebounds. Um, but uh, yeah, plus eleven. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like just just watching the game. It, it was just it was such a it, it was very like playoff like basketball at the end of the game because yeah. everything was moving so fast and neither team could like seem to slow down to like catch itself. Except for the map, the Mavericks did. They were able to hit those huge corner threes. Um, I was gonna say, like, if don't you feel like if this is a home game, it's a win? Yeah, because I think, and, and you think if one of those, I think Edwards had two layups that were in and out, and oh Noel God, had well, well, right? Like, so you think about that—that's six points right there. And um, Pat almost hit that layup at the end. The, yeah, and and, and the three-point three shot, it, which he hit to tie it, Luca did not touch him. Yeah, and you think if one of those two-point shots, um, one of those layups, like Beverly doesn't need to miss the free throw and yep. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, and I love Luca, you know, I'm a huge Luca fan. Um, and whatever you can talk about the, yeah. if he winds the refs or whatever, it's like, well, he pays for it too. He has the most techs in the league. Yeah. Um, man, he does play really loosey goosey with that ball sometimes. And like, I know oh, yeah. he had eight turnovers and like, even, even that kickball by D'Angelo Russell, which that the wolves got lucky on. It seemed like that they, that was definitely a kickball. It was a kickball for sure. But it's like even for for Luca to get in that position, it's almost like he goes into every position being possession, being like, I'm gonna play my style, you're not gonna steal the ball from me, and then they steal it, and it's like, Oh, well, why did you go in so nonchalant? Like that was really totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, tough loss. We we don't have to dissect the whole game, but um 
We'll go to the standings quick. Uh, Wolves, they were in sixth place going into today with the tiebreaker over the Nuggets because the Nuggets mm-hmm. lost a surprising game to the, I think they lost to the Calves. Yeah. Um, Cavs, yeah. And then, then maybe another game too in there. But um, the Wolves are now two and a half games back from the Mavericks. Would have been a huge game because they were only a game and a half back to start. Um, but they slide back to seven and now they're a half game back from Denver. Mm-hmm. Still six games up on the uh, Clippers. And like I said before, two tough games coming up. You have the Suns at home on Wednesday and then the Mavericks at home on Friday. Chris Paul um, might be back. And Chris Wednesday. Paul might be back, of course, right? We, we go we go from the team that like catches all the breaks and now mm-hmm. it seems like, yeah, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's coming back. Um, I'm going to be I have. You're going? Yeah. That's good for you. That'll be a fun That'll game. Fun. Yep. Girlfriend's a Suns fan because big Aiden fan. Big Aiden fan. Yeah. Might be the only girlfriend in the world. It's just like I'm a huge Suns fan. I'm a big all, it fan. all comes down. It all comes down to fantasy basketball. It's not like Devin Booker and his good looks or Chris Paul and no. that like he's a vegan. It's no, no. DeAndre it's Ayton. DeAndre Ayton because he's the one of the cornerstones of her fantasy dynasty fantasy basketball team. It's a good reason to like a player. I'll yep. say that. There's worse reasons. Um 538 uh record projections have the Wolves finishing 47 and 35, two games back from the Nuggets, three back from the Mavericks um, for, for whatever this is worth, and seven games up on the Clippers, which yeah. brings me to a question, and I know how I feel on this, but a buddy of mine in my group chat, we talk Wolves pretty much all the time. Again, not you. Um, sure. But it's yeah, good. Then It actually brings me a lot of good points to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> That's good. We both just aggregate the good points from our friends. <laughs> from our friends, yeah. Say them on the pod and take they don't. They don't actually get credit. Um, it was funny no, because this same friend, uh, he the last question he asked was, who would we rather play, the Warriors or Grizzlies? Yeah. Um, if you were like the three seed or the... the yeah, set, or the, sorry, this Yeah. And he like just sent me the video. He's like, ha-ha. It's you like, want, yep, this... Listen. If you want your unfounded opinions on the internet, start a podcast. Start a podcast, yeah, and rival us. That's how it works. Yeah, let's and go lo- lo- and lose a friend. Um, I so like I think Wolves yeah, fans went from like going one. into the season loving the playing tournament, mm-hmm. and now if you're a Wolves fan, like you probably hate it because you're like, wait, we're the yeah. seventh seed, we are only six games back from the third seed and we're six games up on the eight seed. Like how does it make sense that we might have to play the, like if mm-hmm. we lose to the Clippers, you have to play like you could miss out on the playoffs basically. Um, should there be some sort of like stipulation or rule that if you're like so many games up on, you know, a certain seed or you're closer to X seed then like, I don't know what it is, but like, let's say, for example, because um, mm-hmm. I don't think the Wolves are, like, quite extreme enough for this to, like, really work. Well, I mean, like, the Raptors are in the same exact position, though. Like, I guess they're only four and a half games games up. Um, I take that back. But, like, let's say the Wolves were uh, 44 and um, 30 right now, right? And, like, the next team behind them was, like, eight games behind. And like mm-hmm. they ended up, the, they ended up ten games ahead of the eighth place seed, or you know whatever it is. Like, is there a scenario where like you're like, no, this seems like too good. They they shouldn't be the seventh seed, or that's I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, my I have my thoughts. My perspective on the playing game is and always will be: if you are a seventh or eighth seed and you cannot beat either the ninth or tenth seed once at home, 
you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Like, like, I don't know. I, I do not feel that I, I, I understand why people are upset about this. Um, but I don't think you can kind of have it both ways. I think the play in tournament's a good thing. Um, I mean, right. I, there's, there's no scenario where you're the seventh or eighth seed and you'd miss the playoffs unless you lose both games two at home. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the eighth seed you'd play the first game at, on the road. And then the really? second game you'd play at home. Yeah, oh, because right, you'd, you'd, you'd be playing the seven seed. seeds that play each other. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Still, you have two opportunities. I I, I, I like, actually, I agree 100%. Like, if, yeah, like, it sucks, but you can't think of it really as how it used to be anymore. You, like, you can't think of it as, like, yeah, it used to be the top eight seeds, and now this is what it yeah. is. It's like, nope, now it's the top yep. six seeds, and then now the, the four teams after that play. I guess, and, yeah, yeah, the format is not perfect because I would prefer like seven versus 10, seven, 10 and eight and nine. And then if the seventh and eighth seeds win, it's over. And if one of them wins and one of them loses. Not like, confusing. Basically, no, I mean, basically it kind of is what it is now. Basically, the seventh and eighth seed are like they're kind of the double elimination teams. Exactly. Where they, like the nine ninth and tenth seed... only need to lose once. Like if the nine and yeah. ten loses one game, they're, they're out. out. The eight, the seventh and eighths have to. And it's, that's kind of what two. it is now. It just sucks that the seventh and eighth seed, one of the losses would come against uh, the other one. The, the, the it's like seed. it's weird to me that the seventh and eighth seeds have to play one another. Yeah. And but, I think that's you know. Whatever. Yeah. If you're, yeah, I, I mean, eight seeds are not successful in the playoffs, like, like historically either. So like, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, I just kind of feel like you should have to win your games. Like I know that the playoffs are a seven game series, but like the right team usually wins in those games. And I think that having two games, like if, if you have two games where like such where you kind of lose on a fluke in a row, like, I think the odds of that happening are pretty low. And also like, they're kind of worth it for the excitement that what the playing games and, bring to the league. Totally. And think about this. Like, I mean, I think last year it was more the case of teams trying to get to that 10th seed. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, the 10, the, 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 the playoffs are basically set. The Spurs are two games back from the Pelicans, but it, it seems like the Pelicans will mm-hmm. hang on. Now it's about the seventh seeds trying to get to the sixth seed. Cause they don't want to play in the play. And like, if you look in the East, you have the Raptors, the Raptors are a game back from the Cavs and the Cavs have been struggling. Um, they lost to the Lakers tonight. Um, and then you go to the West and the Wolves are a half game back from the Nuggets. So you have these like, you know, mm-hmm. th- and then like, e- then you go to the, the East too. And you have the Nets. They're only a game back from the Hornets. So yeah. the, basically the Nets are like, we want to play a game at home yeah. if we do lose that first play in. Um, and then you have the Lakers and Pelicans that the, the Lakers are a game up on the Pelicans. Suddenly, if the Pelicans surpass the Lakers, you're not playing at Staples Center anymore. You're playing in New Orleans. And if, yeah, if you lose that game, you're done. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, they, we're, we're, they, yeah. we're in mid-March right now and we're talking about exactly like, things that we wouldn't be talking about normally and nobody would care. The Wolves would be like, whether we're the seventh seed Nobody really like whether we're playing the Grizzlies yep. or the Warriors, we're not really too worried about it, but it's whether we can get in or not. It like, has added a level of drama to the end of the NBA season and it's made and it's done its job in making more teams have incentive to win. Right. Yep. Like, I don't know. I, I understand why 
it's hard to be a fan of a team that's in the play-in game because it just feels like really we're going to lose our whole season on this. But also, like, talk to teams that have been in the playoffs a lot. That's exactly how they feel after they lose a playoff series. Yeah. You know? And, and I just, I just, th- I, yeah, I don't know. I just think they're, they're fun. And it's, you know, it's nerve-wracking. But, like, that's why sports are fun, right? Because you don't know what's going to happen. And it's nerve-wracking. And you have to root for your team. Like you want your team to play in high stakes games. Yeah. You know, like that's the, that's the fun of sports. So I'm very pro playing, um, even though it sucks that the Wolves are like 12 games. Yeah. In, in, in this, <laughs> yeah, in this particular yeah. situation, it's not great for the Wolves, yeah. but like next year or two years from now or whatever, like it's going to be like similar to the Lakers, right? When the Lakers were the seventh seed and LeBron hated the play-in. And now it's like the the plans like his only saving grace to save a shitty season. Um, all right, Julian, is your bracket busted? Is your bracket still good? Um, I have Arizona and Gonzaga in the finals, so it's not like totally busted. Um, yeah, you're but, fine. But it's not. I didn't do very well in the early rounds, but I don't think anybody ever does. So, well, my bracket is uh, completely busted. I I think I had Iowa. I had Tennessee. I had a, mm. like, I just had a bunch of weird picks that i thought would pay off they didn't um but maybe your picks can pay off college basketball fans join the action on the court during the biggest turn of the year with DraftKings sportsbook turn your team's victory into your own big win new customers can bet five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do it's that simple if they win you win download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code tbpn bet five dollars on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, All right, Julian, we have news around the league. Um, A team that certainly needs some help. They slid to fifth in the standings um, in in a very competitive Eastern Conference. Um, The Bulls are getting... Patrick Williams, who was the number four pick uh, forward that was going to slot right into that power forward slot. Huge miss for them this year, but they're getting him back. Um, That's good. Good news. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't think we should overreact. (laughs) Yeah, right. But at the the same time, um, definitely helpful. Helpful to have another body. Hopefully he's kind of fresh, even though he's coming back from an injury. So he'll have have to, it's like one of those things where he'll weirdly have to get in shape, but then he'll also have more like fresher legs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope he's back and he's good because he played really well and he was fun to watch and I like him and he should make the Bulls better. I don't know. I still think the Bulls could be scary in the playoffs. Yeah, right now they are they play um, the Celtics, which would be tough. They play the Celtics right now, which would be tough. Um, but really, anybody you play, um, you know, you look. There's no easy. Yeah, There's no easy like, team in the league. Yep. It, it, if you're not in the top four, it's like you're playing the the Heat, the 76ers, the Bucks, or the Celtics. Um, I yeah, definitely Patrick want Willi- the Heat of those teams. I have to yeah, say. right? And the Heat are the number one seed, and mm-hmm. they're, they're probably going to get it. Um, yeah, Williams last year, nine nine points, five rebounds, uh, shot really well, um, 39% from the three-point line, only two attempts. But, um, yeah, that's I think that's, I think that's actually a pretty big deal because it's mid-March, and – What's going to happen is he's going to get his legs underneath him right before playoffs. Um, and hopefully he'll feel good. Um, Jamal Crawford has retired. I think he played his last full season with the Timberwolves. Um, and then I think he played with the Nets during like that weird bubble season. Um, three times six man of the award uh, of the year award winner. 
um, 19,419 points. Yeah, he was when he was with the Wolves, he wasn't very great on the court, but he was really good to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to he was great. Him. On, I liked watching him on the Blazers too when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, Pacific Northwest guy too, like kind of from the same legacy as Brandon Roy, um, who obviously Blazers great. I grew up, you know, my favorite player growing up. Um, and then signed Jamal. It was kind of sad because we signed him to play with Brandon Roy just as Roy's knees were re- deteriorating and he had to retire. Um, but uh, yeah, he was always really fun to watch. The highlight reels of Jamal, like maybe the maybe the greatest, and I say this with all due respect, like maybe the greatest like difference between his like highlight reels and how good he actually was on the court. Like he 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 was really good. He was a great scorer. Um, He's not a good defender. Like really, really no. bad defender. But his highlight reels, just like the eye test, he just looks incredible. Like if you if you had never watched basketball before and you saw Jamal Crawford play, you would just be like, this is the best player in the NBA. Well, from 2002 until 2018, he scored double digit points per game. Yeah, um, average, <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> right? And that that is the thing with him. And like I stand corrected, he played 2017, 18 with the Wolves, and in 2018, 19. In his very last game with the Suns, he scored 51 points um, <laughs> yeah. when he was 38 years old. Right. Uh, yeah, and he, I remember people would ask him about analytics and like shots he should take or shouldn't take. And he was just like, kind of like, I don't believe in analytics. I play the game. And, but then you look at the numbers and you're like, yeah, but you should, you should really look at these numbers because <laughs> he really would have been way better if he had believed in analytics because he could have turned into like a kind of an elite spot up guy. But what can yeah. you do? A uh, hell of a career for him, though. For real, yeah. Um, weird time to retire. Weird time to retire. Um, yeah, he was like just on a team, wasn't he? <laughs> um, I don't know if he was. I like last year he played with the Nets for one game. Yeah. Um, I don't like, know if he- there. I saw him in the news for some other reason. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird to announce your retirement when I you're uh, not on a team. Yeah, I, I agree. So, um, yeah, Jamal, you are effectively retired. <laughs> yeah, it's like I haven't, I haven't really heard about you in two years. Uh, great guy, though. Great guy, oh, yeah. and uh, congrats on a fantastic career. Totally. Um, friend of the pod. One of I, I interviewed him uh, right after he, um, like on media day or whatever. Uh, he's like a Facebook live video. You can probably find it. And he was mm-hmm. just like so awesome. He was so. And then so he cool. told you to change your Twitter avatar, which had him in it, because it was he, too it old. did. Yeah, not because have. he was mad about it. He was just like, "Really, Kyle? You haven't changed? Like, I've been in your Twitter avatar for for six years. Six years? No, that's not true. He did. Four he years. might have said that. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry expects to be back from the uh, for, by the playoffs. He has a sprained left foot. He's hopeful and confident that he can come back for the playoffs. Uh, with twelve games left in the regular season, Curry asked if he uh, would be back. Yeah, we've got enough time for that. But I'm an optimist. Um, he said before Golden State's game against the Spurs. Uh, I mean, this is kind of like the report of like, who knows? So and so had a successful surgery. Well, <laughs> yeah, like Steph Curry, hopeful he can come back before the playoffs. Well, yeah, yeah me too. I bet the Warriors are too. Yeah, <laughs> I um, mean, yeah, I'm not hopeful about the Warriors without him. So he better come I, back. I agree. You think about like, the first round matchup, the Warriors and Nuggets. It's like, yeah, give me the Nuggets. With, yeah, without the without Curry, I'm I, I really kind of like, um, I, I really like the Nuggets. Um, it's really seeming like Jamal Murray is not going to come back. Yeah, uh, same with same with Porter, right? His he yep. started to play games. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. 
I don't know. I haven't read about that, but I know that they were saying they're kind of preparing for Jamal to not be back, which makes sense. I mean, if I were if I were the Nuggets, I would. I mean, this Jokic is obviously on another level, but he's still young and yeah. Two different reports: Jamal yeah. Murray, Michael Porter Jr. not close to return. The next report: Michael Porter Jr. targeting return date before playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, Julian. Well, that's all we got. Um, we'll be back later this week, probably on Thursday after the Wolves and Suns play, and then we'll we'll get one in before the bu- uh, the the Wolves and the Mavericks play. For sure. Um, and we got our three star sports card corridor. I got to head there. Um, we're gonna do like a maybe we'll do like a pack battle or something. We'll do like Donruss versus another pack. And we'll, oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah. yeah, we'll just like we'll figure out what it means. We'll let yeah. the people know, and then we'll do it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julian. Um, Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you next time.